<laughs> what? What's going on? How are you doing that? <laughs> there we go. Hey. <laughs> Birds aren't real. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we are not great RPG. And we're, thank you, Mike. No! Really? <laughs> Did you miss it? Yes! <laughs> Don, let me see it! There you go. It's, it's really good. I'm so mad. It's very good. Um, <laughs> it's a really good thank one. Thank you, Mike. It's very good. Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We are not great RPG, and we're here once again for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, it's going to be great. So, we'll go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, uh, maybe talk about the fact that birds are real, uh, and then we'll we'll have a brief recap and pick up from there. Uh, as always, I am Don, uh, and I will be playing Ethier, the Grave Domain Cleric tonight. My brain's not working. I'm Zonky Kong, and today is the day the DJ dies. Sorry, Freudian slip. I play Yalumla. <laughs> Wait, you didn't even correct it. That's correct. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I always say to Don, this is for DJ's immortal soul, not Nesquits. CMS, thank you very much. For I knew sub. I should have read that contract. Yeah. Birds are real, DJ is not. Thank you, CMS, very much. Thank you. What if I just phased out? Enough? Can we do that in editing? Oh, mass oh, hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, all four we lost three additional... <laughs> People, no. collateral damage. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going out alone. <laughs> I am Paul, and I play Felix. <laughs> yeah. Are you? I am Glenn, also Bird. Mm -hmm. But I play Borst. Tell am I? Mm. Uh, Thariel is played. I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and I play Retora, who may be a bird at one point, but cannot currently. Yeah, Someday. <laughs> Could be a flightless bird. Oh, like a dodo. A penguin. Or a flamingo. I am Nezkin, and I play oh. Stepgrim. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I, you say Nesbro? Nesbro. No. Nesbro. 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 Uh, last we gathered, uh, it's going to be a very quick and easy recap because we avoided a lot of things on the winding path to the caverns, uh, eventually coming to the conclusion that we were going to clear a path of rubble uh, far to the east as it was blocking off a northward uh, corridor inside of the caverns. Uh, and we sat here to take shifts between us and the uh, various NPCs that are present to clear this rubble. Uh, I would say that we are partway into said clearing uh, as we were discussing various things with Iris um, and Corin, uh, in particular the presence of a soul still or whether or not there is a fragment of a soul inside of any of the undead individuals that we know. Uh, Thariel becoming explicitly concerned that she no longer has her soul. Uh, and then we um, informed Iris of the presence of the a uh, large statue and the large tree trunk-like fang thing inside of one of the previous caves that we explored. Uh, Retora then indicating that she detected a strange presence of magic that she has never sensed before. 
uh, at least in terms of her knowledge of the eight schools of magic, and Iris looked at her curiously and said, nine. Uh, and we're picking up there, as she clearly has indicated, nine. There are... I'm only familiar with eight schools. Uh, I'm sorry that your education is lacking. Uh, I... <laughs> I give her a look. <laughs> I had Delowin as a teacher. Is he aware of nine schools of magic? Uh, I mean, I don't think we've ever actually sat down and counted. That wasn't a thing that we did together, but I mean, uh, certainly he must at least have some knowledge of it. It is widely practiced inside of the Inner Sanctum. I, I mean, I'm aware of... What, okay, here's here's where I get to <laughs> quiz <Shaban>. time. No! <laughs> Abjuration? One. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very well done. <laughs> evocation? Correct. Divination? Correct. Uh, necromancy? Necromancy. Necromancy. I, I didn't know if there's another word for it, but yeah. Holy? Divine? That's divination. That's what I said. Uh... Incantation? Is that one? Nope. Nope. Enchantment. Enchantment. Yeah. Is there a plant one? Illusion. 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 Yes. Abjuration. Sure, so I said abjuration. Skin stepping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Step skinning. I think that's abjuration. We said abjuration three times. <laughs> no, skin stepping. Uh, I think that's yeah. abjuration. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the type of magic that you get when you stare into someone else's eye. That's <laughs> That's magic. Now I've lost count which ones we've said. Conjuration. Conjuration. Disney World. Magic Kingdom. Transportation. Transmutation. 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 Bus. Local transit. What else is fine speed, really? Like a plane shifting would fall under. I would say lesser divination? We're at eight, right? She, we counted eight. Did I? Okay, I yes. got eight. Yes, that yeah. is all eight. Yes. You do not know of uh, Dunamancy. What now? Oh, so tight. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Well, I mean, it was, I guess, plausible that it wouldn't really be widely taught here. It's in the same way that necromancy typically has a projection of a certain connotation of bad magics with it. Uh, so do magics concerning the laws and uh, principles of reality. Uh, particularly those around time and space. But that is effectively what that school of magic is. What was that school of magic called again? Dunamancy. Dunamancy. D-U-N-A-M-A-N-C-Y. Oh. Oops. You mean like Arthur commands? Uh, possibly? What, what can you do with that magic? Oh, I can't actually do any of it. What can someone who can use that magic do with that magic? Typically control time and space. That's why, again, I'm not surprised that... I'm surprised you don't know of it. It is not frequently taught because of the possibilities that emerge from, uh... Well, what it is capable of performing. With her explanation, does any of that sound at all familiar? Yeah, I mean, when she says manipulate time and or space, he quite genuinely both stopped time and then manipulated Mm -hmm. your gravitational force. 
said, like, yeah, she, again, wasn't there, mm-hmm. but, like, that absolutely would click. And you said this is commonly practiced in the inner sanctum. Uh, yes, there are different uh, studious wizards who study the two subsects, uh, chronergy and graviturgy. Those who focus more on time are those who focus more on space. Chronergy and... Graviturgy. You made that word up. Uh, yes, wizards did long ago. <laughs> <indeed>. <laughs> uh, it's not a real word. Hmm? Some type of small flying bug. Gravity? Iris, is it possible that um, books containing this knowledge were, were taken or destroyed? Um, From wh- where? Anywhere that they might have been, libraries and things of that nature? I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not originally from this place, and my time has been spent only here, really, in the north. Sure. I only ask, as none of us are familiar with this, and obviously this is not the same as with gods, but names give things power, and it seems as if this one is hidden intentionally, perhaps? Yes, exactly what I'm saying, that the possibilities that stem forth from this kind of magic are... Well, uh, beyond the boundaries or possibilities for most other schools. I mean, necromancy, sure, bringing back the dead is fucking wild and, you know, kind of a trip in itself, but uh, rewriting the fundamental laws of the world is quite beyond that. Yes. That is, well, the aim of a a master of dunomancy, what they seek to do. You said that they typically would split it. Some would be better at one thing and then the other. Yes. So somebody who could do both would be a standout name, correct? Absolutely. It is not common for somebody in a, a school of wizardry to be able to effectively master two fields simultaneously. It's a lifetime's pursuit and work. We're talking hundreds of years of study. Do you know of anybody who has mastered both? No. Well, I don't know him. But my former teacher spoke of a man who did. But, uh, again... An individual far predating my time. What was their name? The teachers or the master? The, the master. Radgar. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Paul's look. Uh, fuck this, all right. <laughs> all right. We're leaving the north? We're leaving the north. We gotta go. Um, in the same way that you would need certain um, elements to control certain powers of different schools. Do you mm-hmm. know what was used for these schools? Uh, I mean, different material components, do you mean? Yeah. Uh, yes, a lot of the times with uh, gravitur- uh, graviturgy schools, uh, it would incorporate metals or other minerals, things naturally of the earth, particularly those with magnetic forces. Natural magnetic forces, like poles. Like iron. S- similar to what would be used in alchemy. E- yes, possibly. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Like iron. Yes! Now we're in my bread and butter. I know all about magnets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is perhaps uh, either we know or have spoken to this Radgar figure, or there is another that knows both schools. Oh! What? Um, whatever being or spirit seems to have taken over the body of Arthur Hartwood stopped time and raised us into the sky 
via some sort of reversing of gravity. Oh, that's quite awful. Yes. Um, A walk toward her. Yeah, I would say that it definitely can't be. But oh. I was going to show her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so she would see him stop <laughs> time from my perspective. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then the terrible fall that this. I took. I'm showing her a memory, yeah. so it's when you're swaying into the fucking house and then Yeah, and then like you know, just suffering a spinal injury. Yeah, really. We smoked weed. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, she would obviously after this concludes when you pull away, just like definitively look aghast. Like that's Arthur. What? It is not really him. Yes, it is not. Senseless. I mean. Arthur was always a curious man, but no, those magics are far beyond what Arthur had. Mm-hmm. Arthur was a, a student of predominantly alchemy more than anything. Well, the material components of Dunamancy are... Yeah, genuinely she would also, in your perspective, see what he pulled out into his hand in the one spell and say, that's a, a lodestone. The small black gem that he used for reverse gravity has a strong magnetic pull Mm. seemingly component for the spell Um, uh, no that is definitely not Radgar Radgar's not here Radgar's from my home you said that um, natural metals with natural magnetic forces were used for graviturgy yes and for chronology or chronology Chronology is more I didn't even consider Dunamancy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of him. I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's terrible. Of all the people at the table. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> like what could this mysterious ninth school of magic be? Gun magic. I mean he had that. Gotta have gun. That was like the first thing I thought after that encounter too. I was like, he really has mastery over time and space. This motherfucker. <laughs> Arthur's That's a god. That's what I get for not having the spell list memorized. <laughs> I just assumed that you could just do that. She, she would look almost like effectively concerned at first while contemplating. Like if she wants to tell me. Like, she. it almost looks like as a person that isn't herself a practitioner of this school she is trying to reflect back into direct memories of other individuals she would have seen using this magic so like for graviturgy it immediately came to mind that like it was noticeably metals minerals and other things naturally sourced from the world like of the earth in and of itself for chronergy she's like effectively racking her brain and it's like I don't I don't think it does it does not require a component. Uh, some spells might, but the ones predominantly that I have seen cast would have either not required anything or required something that would not have been consumed and could have been supplied by the wizard's arcane focus. Mm. Didn't we see him put on the glove? Yes. Okay. Yeah, which she would definitively also say, like, that is his focus. Right, for sure. Okay. And that is something that only certain members inside of the Inner Sanctum wore. 
effectively the most prominent apostles or followers of Osador of the grandest echelons of magics. Uh, hand-picked. Uh, they called it the Order Manipulus. <laughs> what assholes. <laughs> uh, I would have I a follow-up question. Um, what of the, the rune he was attempting to trace? The one on the ground? Yeah. She would look at it, and because he only got a very part way through it, it looked like he was tracing the circle and not yet the runes. Okay, okay, he was only yeah. chasing the circle. Yes, so like it would have been the circle and then he would have done the symbols either on the outside or on the inside. Gotcha. Again, because it was like in snow. So if you try to trace through the line, you're going to like bisect the line and the yeah. symbol's going to get broken. It's going to get fucked up. Okay. Yeah, she wouldn't, she would tell you she wouldn't know. You said it was order, sorry. Manipulus. Manipulus. Okay. M-A-N-I-P-U-L-U-S. You're welcome. How many members were there in this order? I do not know. It's not like I had a direct interaction with them. Uh, Delawin and I on occasion would see them, I don't want to say parading, but almost. Well, the air of pompous figures as they march about a, a wealthy elite district. So it felt like parading. It's a charade, but they would typically go towards the, uh, the statue of the exalted, make prayers, and move on. Did they have anything unique and identifiable that they wore? Oh yes, that glove. All of them. Okay. What did the glove look like? Uh, again, so it was an Ouroboros symbol. Right, right. Uh, and it had um, eight gemstones with like an opening in the center of where there's like you know, an eight-sided star would have connected from the inside out to the points of the outer circle. Each point would have had a gemstone around the perimeter of the Ouroboros and the center would have looked like it had additional markings that would have been too small and minute to see. Gotcha. So there were eight gemstones? Yeah. Again, that's why there's a thing in the center. Uh, for that ninth one? Correct. Got it. And, um... Adrian's, like, magic circle and stuff only had, like, three. Correct. Yeah. And most of the other magic circles, we only had like a select few. Yeah, they typically are going to be comprised of the schools that they are associated with or the sister schools of that school. Mm -hmm. But again, some magic circles incorporate multiple spells mm -hmm. into them. Just to clarify, I think I might have already asked. I just want to double check. My gloves are just plain black, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. want to be sure. Yeah, Turn big, them inside out. Big, <gasps> big Mickey hands. They squeak when you grab things. <laughs> yeah, no, yours would be, you know, like a thin, almost sheer okay. uh, fabric. Okay. Um, but that also would have been something that you would have been given as your uh, effectively... Initiation. Yeah, like, hey, this is what we wear and this is your uniform. But yes, initiation gown, absolutely. Same with the veil. Good. Yeah. I am now suspicious of Valfarazan. In what way? Now? Before it was like an amusement park. My death was not sufficient enough for that. My near death. Allow me to rephrase. I think Valfarazan may have something to do with Dunamancy. They seem to be pretty obsessed with metals and chemicals and sulfur and... I believe that was the alchemy. 
alchemy requires so the same components as dunamancy. What did Balor say about the further in? It was warm. When you you mean when you go down? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, his indication was: Are you talking about in perspective of like if we go further in so towards like, where but, the library was? I believe he said. Right? Yeah. So when are you asking about in the projection of like how there are the chaotic magic zones, or are you asking about how he discussed like the temperature of the area? Yeah, he's he's just he described the temperature of the area and said that he couldn't enter. Yes. Yeah. He said that like as it goes lower, he reaches a point where he can't cross beyond a gate. He can no longer go through. Oh, I think I know how to get through that gate. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get the feeling we can kind of just walk through it. Did we ever discover what that tree was? Yeah. The tree, kind of. The the fang tree in here. I mean, it's made of dunamancy. Yeah. I mean, you guys know now that it's it's absolutely probably some kind of dunamancy magic associated with it. Sorry, what were you saying, Sarah? It's not confirmed. It's. There's mm-hmm. apparently nine schools of magic. Maybe there's ten schools of magic. Who knows? We're learning yeah. things. But I mean, yeah, like that's a, a pretty fair assumption. I mean, she, as a very learned individual, dictates nine. But absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, he he said like it gets strange. Where to him, like again, it because it sounds like we we know that he's obviously not a not a friendly dude. So it yeah. seems sounds like a ward <laughs> against him. Yes. To me. Okay. Yeah. This is this is a vague question. I don't know if yeah. you'll be able to answer it. Mm-hmm. But I vaguely recall coming across Maybe a situation where there was a school of magic that we were not familiar with at another point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might be confusing campaigns. With I think Blade. that's a Doris. That's Doris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I think you're thinking of the tree in a Doris and the oh uh, the big the big. Split tree, the one that has fake connection yes. and shadow connection. Okay, okay. Trippiest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the one that got. The, and same with Harold. Uh, Harold, the lady who's the guardian. Yes. She okay. also gave off a different school of magic than what we did. Okay. Yep. But. Dunamancy? Yeah. She was very old. <laughs> Don, I mean. Were, did you break in that pen over there? <laughs> no. Okay. Just, <laughs> just the end of it. Yeah, I mean, she absolutely would kind of give the conveyance of like nine schools is all there is as a person that has seen effectively the most prominent libraries of two worlds in one lifetime nine how'd you like to make it a but third the, yeah but but there could be a third with ten <laughs> uh, I mean again well, eleven eleven dimensions that's a that's well, a number <laughs> I mean theoretically many things are possible well um, <laughs> we are in a dark, spooky dungeon. It's a cavern. That's what I said. Um, it's a I dungeon. Think, what? What's a dungeon? A, you know, a dark, scary place. Isn't are we? A dungeon where prisoners are kept? Are there prisoners here? You knew what I meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we should probably continue moving. There's rubble. We are still clearing the rubble. Oh, there's literally rubble right there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're in the process of clearing the <laughs> I, rubble. I thought it had been cleared. No, it like that was what I was saying. Like we'd be picking up like in the midst of the rubble being cleared with NPCs having swapped in with you guys. As long as the conversation goes on, the rubble will still be being cleared. Understood. Just so this way we don't lose time. I received mentioned libraries. Yes. Are you familiar with any libraries down here? Or have you heard tale of? Oh, I mean didn't we just pass one we last did. week? I, I would think old Oshwamp would have definitively had 
libraries and other... I mean, this is effectively a fallen sunken city. You should be running into most things that would be commonplace inside of any metropolis in this setting. Uh, libraries, blacksmiths, forges... You know. Do you think if there was a library, it would be worth investigating? I mean, most things would be worth investigating, especially for individuals who are curious for information. This history would predate a thousand years. Was this study of uh, Dunamancy prevalent before the fall of Oshwan? Oh, I don't know. I've only been here for, well, just shy of 300 years. And uh, Oshwan fell? A thousand years. Okay. From what I've studied... Uh, Why? Is it a bug? Yeah! From what I've studied, no. In regards of none of the individuals who... Well, I mean... The studies of the crusade itself, in terms of the reclamation of Oshwamp, are also sealed. They're kept more in the cathedral, as opposed to the academy inside of the Inner Sanctum. Religious texts, perceived with religious connotations, studied more by monks, as opposed to studious scholars such as myself. Uh, the individuals who accompanied Osador on his crusade here, I do not know of one who would have practiced dunamancy. That also then obviously begs the question of from where did it onset? I do not know. Who was the first to discover it? Yes. I mean, that tree that we came across, I'm assuming red is dunamancy magic which yes, if you weren't familiar with it it's a fair summation if that uh, the, the space where that had fallen didn't seem any newer than the other holes in which the old city had fallen through right? not remotely and if, if that was down here in that uh hasn't changed form in this space, then it mm -hmm. would predate Oshwamp as we know it. it. Would come from the old city. I don't know what that means in regards to it being a tree. It's not a tree. I do not know. You yeah, said it was Corpse Ward, right? Is what it reminded you of? Yes. And Corpse Ward is used for regrowing flesh? Uh, yes, te temporarily. I mean, it doesn't constitute flesh. It serves as a replacement or supplicant in the meantime. Eventually new flesh will grow beneath it. it gives the opportunity to heal. It's more a salve. Hmm. And would you agree that some of these tunnels here look like they've been tunneled out? Not natural cavern, but something made over time? I mean, I'm not much of an archaeologist or a digger. This reminds me a lot of when we were in Felfar, then we saw spots where a large beast moved through a cavern, creating a larger space. Oh, that's horrifying. This, all I know is that this is definitely metamorphic rock. But again, my knowledge of rocks kind of extends to what that means. Maybe that the Dunamancy is not from someone, more so something. I am worried that something, some Dunamancy spell has been cast on whatever fell here, and that it is reversing its decay back to a state in which it was whole. <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> round three? <laughs> if, uh, if you remember, in our vision of Oshwamp from Melithel and Malsey, the uh, a wall fell into the hole and made yes. something scream. Yes. Could possibly have maimed it. Possibly. It's still down here, just hidden away. That could have been a part of it. Could it have been locked away down here, even? Possibly over time, whether intentionally or not. I mean, we were... The, I, the energy pull it would take to do something like this would be insane, but... Oh, yes, massive. If something <laughs> fell down here... I mean, Arthur was able to freeze us in time. Yes. Could someone have essentially imprisoned something down here? We have heard tale of beings being imprisoned underground. Also being imprisoned within rock. This clay is faintly a prison. You say that, and Iris would genuinely kind of tap her feet on the clay on the ground. Did I get the sense from the visage of uh, friendly, uh, you know, Puff the Magic Dragon that yeah, he yeah. was trapped? Hmm. Why am I Puff the Magic Dragon? Not you. Oh. Your friend. <laughs> oh. Your best buddy. Yeah. Papa. I would say... Because, I mean, we weren't pursued. Yeah, no, absolutely correct. I would tell you that there would be two logical, plausible connections, either trapped or unwilling. Hmm. Right, right. Like, you wouldn't really, I, I would want to say, have a, a reason to gleam for why unwilling. Like, it definitively seemed but, like but it was... But there wasn't anything obviously, tr- keep, like, nothing... Correct. Okay. Yeah, no, it looked like it was, again, melded almost into the atmosphere around it. Again, that's why when I was like, this is its domain, it is part of it. Right. It is it. And it is everywhere within it. So, like... Yeah, that makes... Okay. Hard to say, like, oh, it wouldn't follow... If it follows, it brings it everything with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So... Like, it it likes it. And it's got its own space, man. It's independent. He's doing his own thing. Okay. Stretch out. Get the fuck out of my apartment. So, so I would, I would get the. So it would look as though it, it did meld with everything there. Okay. Uh-huh. And then with the things as. Uh, yeah. Okay. Again, that that was why for me, especially with uh, with Hunter with doing the drawing for it, like decisions It looked almost seamless with the background and the way in which you were able to discern its space was because it was a darker projection, but it would still wisp away, right. melding with the shadow that kind of trailed off of it into the shadow that was the atmosphere. Yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna Yeah. Good. I'll make a note of that. Yeah, great. About about how long until the rubble is cleared, would you say? Uh, I mean you guys would be seemingly halfway through. Felix <laughs> I'll point at the rocks. <laughs> uh <laughs> We have a lot of people here clearing the rocks. I think we could leave some behind to clear the rocks while 
all of us went and uh, potentially explored that library. That library is like quite a ways back. Quite a ways back. Yes. It's not. I thought it was nearby. No. Oh, I thought no, it was just like past like three danger things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just like on the other side of this yeah. chamber. No, no, because we went ignore further. Me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's no. there. Oh yeah, ignore me. It's substantially further away. We could well, perhaps come back after the children are safe. Speaking of the children, yes, um, you have an interesting slew of them. Word for it. <laughs> a slurry of children. Uh, a slurry of children. Don't like that. <laughs> yes. I understand they're orphans. Yes. So <laughs> nobody will miss them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that makes them taste better or worse? No. Um, um, I don't mean for this to come off brash, but where did you find them? Oh, uh, I mean... Where can I find something? (laughs) (laughs) How does one come by this many orphans? They've been asking for a friend. (laughs) They've found their way to us through a variety of means over the years. Uh, Some of them found outside of the walls of Oshwamp during uh, their individuals' uh, explorations out into the Fellwood. Some of them have been brought in during the Esfer Feast. Uh, and were to be first sent to Sister Madeline's orphanage in North Slums before being uh, redirected into the Inner Sanctum for study. Which of the children have been with you the longest? Let me just pull up my casual children page. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to see here. No, no, this isn't Orphan Girl. There's children here. Oh my god. Oh my god. I forgot that you did I remember that. you guys told me that. I was there's, like, wait, what? There's there literally no yeah. children. One child. There was yeah, a, you he heard. beat the shit out of Kez Grimm. You heard of one six-year-old who <laughs> beat the shit out of a 50-year-old man. You didn't, they didn't even Tale meet her. Of, no. Did you? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> she also didn't beat up Kez Grimm. No, she didn't. But we I guess did. it says a lot that in my fantasy world there's no children. <laughs> there was only old people. Shit, you're right. Skane, the Goliath boy, has been with us roughly 13 years. We found him as a very young man. And when I say man, I mean child of like two years old. How big is Skane now? Uh, He is 15, so he is roughly like 6 foot 1, 6 foot 2 again, because he is a Goliath. He's like 70% grown, so like the assumption would be he's probably going to clear like 7-ish foot in height. And for those of you earlier in the campaign who remember Bucky, like, yep. Bucky was, like, seven foot five. <laughs> yep. So, towering figures. Uh, but just again, for his appearance, he is uh, dull gray skinned, winding black tattoos like vines over his arms and legs, and he has coral eyes. Mm. So, like, a nice light pink. But, yeah, it's been 13 years. And with these orphans... Mm-hmm. Do you ever try, again, obviously, other than what we're doing right now, to mm-hmm. relocate them? Oh, yes. We, we've been successful in getting some outside of the city, and some of them had, uh, when they come to the city, they were accompanying their families who had come from further south beyond the ice wall at the Felrats. Um They were separated from their families while they were inside of the city of Oshwamp, but they had other family members at former locations where they lived. 
So we've sent children back to Neverrain, Ulm, uh, Citadel, other places south of the wall. Where have you moved them within? Not Oshwamp, but... Nowhere in the north is safe. The ones that do not have a home south of the Felrost remain here with us. Understood. So, all of the ones here were found here. in the north. Yes. And do not have a home to go back to. Okay. And um, if you don't mind me asking, what's mm-hmm. Skane's story? Well, I mean, how would Iris phrase it? Very bald by a bear. <laughs> Left for dead. I, I mean, <laughs> like, boldly? <laughs> so, like. Parents didn't like him. Well, Goliath traders one day got ravaged by something out in the woods. No idea. Luna found him underneath a, well, broken wagon wheel. He was kind of hiding. It had been tipped over. Uh, yeah, he was, again, only two, maybe three years old, so no like real memory. Years. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they were uh, you know, notable hunters. They were selling pelts and furs and other things. Uh, but they had a, a traveling caravan that they sold their goods to, uh, well, shifters at times who would trade with Goliaths, um, and they also sold here in Oshwamp, but as obviously times have become more difficult in the north, there are not many other suitable cities for which they Goliaths would trade. Goliaths that sold wares. Mm-hmm. You, you thought traders, People didn't that you? traded Goliaths. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm like, yes, yes. traders. <laughs> not traitors. No, 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 no. no. I traders, thought you meant like, like selling Goliaths. Like, so, that. No, and no, I was no. like, oh my god. No, no, like, no. Like furs and pelts and fair. clothes, okay. weapons. Okay. Goliaths. 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 <laughs> so, this right here, 100% kind of fair trade Goliaths. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, they traded with you guys, you monsters. These Goliaths traded fur? Yes. Yeah, they hunted. You know, bear. Luna find any fur when she found Skane? Boy, no. Everything had been uh, pilfered. It seemed like it was a financial raid as that they were attempting to take the goods and wares. Okay. But there, So there was more than just fur missing. Okay, great. Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> did, did you want there to be only fur missing? No, but if only fur was missing, that would... Suggest one thing rather than another. People didn't have pants. It was cold. The the who was it that told us about the thing flaying skin? I do know about that, right? Like Nesgrim knows <laughs> that. Thing, there are several things that flay yeah. skin in my world. Referring <laughs> to the rotting one. Yeah, the rotting one. Yeah, yeah Nesgrim it. knows that. Okay. Yeah, yeah we watch it in Arthur's vision. Uh, like the rotting one. Oh, um. And we Possibly. Know, we know that it, the Rotting One has orcs in his employ. Could be. If it was just skin missing, it's possible it was raided for the skin to give to the Rotting One. Possibly. Could very well be that. Uh, we found Skane outside of the woods of Naranter. To the west. Fifteen years ago? Uh, thirteen. That's what I said. Yes. <laughs> Would I remember this event of, the, like, there being 
a you caravan that was raided. You would have remembered a caravan that would have come through and would have sold things. Again, you would have been like a young teen. Yeah. Like 11, 12-ish years old, roughly. So, I mean, you would remember it and like... Yeah, I like... It's hard to say that it would be a super standout memory because they would have come through effectively annually mm-hmm. where you guys would have... But like hearing about like a, a trading caravan being raided yes. around that time. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember hearing something about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Would, um... And again, you would also know that the Goliaths were predominantly trading like bear fur, wolf fur, and then they also were notable, I don't want to say like spelunkers because they were not known for going underground, but they were known for trying to traverse the vast reaches of the north to find abandoned locations that would have had, like, still goods that would be worth something mm-hmm. in regards to their trade or use. Yeah, and clean them out. Yeah. 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 Like Felfar, then? Possibly. Or would these um caravans be the same ones that Retor would have seen yes. growing up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. no. I didn't think so. For, for you in particular, again, it's been literally fucking ages since Bucky was here. Bucky gave the implication that his people needed to leave the mountains that were east of where you grew up mm-hmm. like 30 or 40 years ago, passed through, came as you're now able to discern by having seen Buck, because you would have seen Buck pass mm-hmm. through on that young caravan, or sorry, caravan when Buck was young. Yeah. You would have discerned, like, they left a mountain that was supposedly their, like, ancestral home, did not say why, passed through where you lived, came up into the north, and since in the north have effectively been a caravan of nomads trying to make life off trade. And Mm. they... So this was when they passed through the uh, city, not through... Yes, they passed through Feyorn, the city where you were staying while you were working with Delor. Prior to that... Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't, like, I didn't see Correct. them. Okay. Prior to that, you had not seen them. Okay. Uh, is, it's, I've been a while since I've looked at the world map. Is that one of the ranges that look like... Uh, like a fallen crater? Because didn't one of one of those ranges, we were told that there were uh, uh, not... Not nice. Uh, You're I thinking think of Zaulima, which is straight south of okay. where you were with Yen Gemma. Okay, gotcha. So, like, it would have been southeast of Ulm, straight south from Yen Gemma. What did they say lived there? De- demons or something? Yeah, they, like, they effectively said that there's a harrowing, horrible black pit where yep. a volcano once was at the center of this massive region of mountain. Oh. Yeah. Right. Good. That's fine. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's like the name literally in Orkish I want to say off memory is like the descent to hell or some nonsense. Oh. But like it means the descent to something bad. Uh, it's just, that's just open. Yeah. <laughs> some, some nonsense. <laughs> some nonsensical bad word that's okay. that sounds three like year ago. Southern continent's off. problem, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How wild is it three years in November? Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't we're on episode 83 or whatever. I've been playing this campaign a long time. How old was the child when he was found? Skein? Yes. Like two, three. He was a very small boy. Oh. Uh, I mean, we've tried to speak with him sporadically throughout his years with us, but obviously it's a very traumatic experience. The only thing that he told us that was strange about it was he thought it was Goliaths attacking other Goliaths, which wouldn't make sense. It was a singular caravan that had come up here. Only maybe 100 to 150 Goliath in total. 
Could it have been white orcs? I don't know. They might look similar to Goliaths at that age. Possibly, similar again, size. I do not know. Yes. I think he just remembers seeing what he described as, you know, a, a sudden ruckus where people started screaming. Again, he was sat in a wagon yes. being transported by his parents. Does he know what they were transporting other than the furs and the normal wares? Too young. Don't we have somebody that can see memories? Perhaps he can take a look? That requires... Yeah, that's getting high with Ethier. <laughs> that requires some... <laughs> <laughs> some good huffing. <laughs> you gotta do some cavern huffing? <laughs> that requires some... Oh. Uh, components and time well, might be damaging to the boy. Time we shouldn't spend here. Mm. We're still mm. unloading. It's not like it's ready to go yet. Yeah. Mm. Or it could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, if you guys want to conclude conversation and expedite the travel, yeah. perhaps or the, the rubble clearing. Yeah, perhaps when we set up camp, we'll see. I would ask the boy first and see if he wants to do it. Yes. It's not every day you want to relive your nightmare. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. I'm sure a lot of these children have nightmares to share. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the theme with this group. Mm-hmm. Is there anything anybody else would like to talk to, or would you guys like me to expedite the rubble clear-up? I just have one question, because I don't remember from last week. Mm-hmm. She did mention his name to everybody, right? The, the, the dragon? Yeah, yes. Okay. She would have said that the dragon's name is definitively Laugh. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah, that's that's it for me then. Yep. Anybody else? Uh, backstory stuff that we had talked about a long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, did we ever get a name for the person who Arthur was inhabiting? The brother? No. No. Okay. No. He, when he talked about it previously... The connotation was that he didn't know him. So, like, effectively, he and w- William got hired. William brings Arthur, because mm-hmm. Arthur is his protege. Mm-hmm. They accompany the, like, dozen dwarves that are supposed to be familiar with the mines and good for being able to, if they do encounter, a tight, narrow corridor, being able to swiftly, as stone-cutting artisans, clear out a pathway for them. Arthur doesn't know this brother that's accompanying him. Didn't really talk about what the brother looked like. If he spoke with him, what the brother did in terms of, like, his combat efficacy, he just said that they were accompanied by one of the brothers of the city. We didn't see him in the memory? The brother? No. No, you saw three or four dwarves on the ground flayed. You saw William and Arthur step into the cavernous, like, dank region in which there was the decrepit-looking thing embedded into the wall. And Arthur looks like Arthur, not the brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the painting Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I, I wonder if... Oh, I guess we didn't talk about any of that in game. Never mind. Very good. Uh, but yes, he would have looked like oil painting familial Arthur. Mm-hmm. And okay. Then, when being carried out, would have still looked looked like oil painting familial Arthur because he had not 
transferred yet. He was still dying as William was taking him out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had asked if anybody else had anything they wanted to talk about or whether or not we wanted to expedite the rubble clearing and continue traversing. So, if you had anything. Sure. Cool. Anybody else? No Auctioneer. Each turn? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it would take roughly, like I had indicated before, around three hours. Uh, we would be hitting the midday point. I would say you guys would eat, the children would eat. There would be sporadic the <laughs> changing of hands. Anybody that wanted to take a long rest would have been, or a short rest, would have been capable of taking a short rest inside of this small time frame. Very sorry, Chell. Um, uh, yeah, and then, I mean, we again would see ahead of us uh, pathway. So we would have cleared out here. This would be slightly veering back westward. This would be slightly veering eastward. We cleared out. You oh, guys that's cleared coming out like right here. From the bottom. Yeah, you guys would have cleared out here, and now you're moving through this. Okay. Gotcha, so gotcha. we go. We go right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm? That's a D six. Two D. Oh, I have completely lost track. We're here. You guys would follow this. It would make a hard turn. Oh. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, what? There's a pathway up here. Oh, okay, too. I didn't see that. <laughs> 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 Actually offended. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then there's a pathway up here. So we, so we take that? Well, like, I don't know. We'll yeah, you would look back this way. Yeah. You would see that it would curl. I don't have sufficient space. Uh, this would not be connecting back with this. Mm. I don't have sufficient space for what I drew. All right. uh, but this would be so coming back south and then yeah. westward. And then this would be going northwestward. So you have a definitive eastward path. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we would glance in the other directions to get, mm-hmm. like, what, what do we see? Yep. This would eventually kind of, like, bulbously cul-de-sac and look like it wraps around to where that would go further back south and end up reconnecting to another point previously. Okay. So this would wrap around. This would hard go north. <laughs> So you've got a hard north or an east. Do a I hear? East. Do I still east. have? Uh, do I still hear the uh, snoring coming from any of the directions? You guys are far enough away that no, you would no longer hear the snoring. Okay. Yeah. Again, this would have been like five hundred to six hundred feet mm-hmm. worth of traversing. Sorry. Uh, again, I know it's going to look awkward. This isn't. Oh yeah. Here. No, no. Okay. Where are we coming from? I'm sorry. You guys would have been coming from here. Going like this and wrapping this way. So it'd be a Y. And then there would be a turn east here, one north here, and a south here. But what I'm saying is I didn't draw sufficient space. You would not be coming back and connecting with this. There would be more map down here. 
If you would like, I can definitively draw that for you. If that would be helpful. But again, it would be, it's, I'm telling you plainly, it would be backtracking back the way you were coming. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I it's say if we you want to go east or just north. I say east. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. On the road again. Yeah, I mean. Uh, cool. As we're going. Hold on, that's bigger. I'll go tight. This is the only spot that's been off. See, didn't draw to scale. I feel like I'm doing one of those maze. We started out in a fairly large. Uh, thing. Oh yeah. And it. I have not even attempted to keep track. Large spaces we were in were this one. I know myself well enough to know it's a fruitless endeavor. That's fair. I feel like at this point, like I would like to give up, but I. You're too far in. Yeah, know. it's too late now. And it's so never too late to get You're going up. east. Mm-hmm. It would turn northward, and then you would hit. This is just me indicating again thick wall, but you would have a northwest or a northeast continuation. But again, another Y-shaped intersection. We, uh, I guess that we would just see that the left path go mm-hmm. just. Go you would on. see. Sorry, I can definitely do that for you if you guys wanted to look ahead. It would look like this. Oh, glorious. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. Safe Thank you. symbol, though. Thanks for not saying warning, because it's always worse. It's very safe. It's really safe. It's very nice. <laughs> Is that <gasps> Nickel Bull? <laughs> Could, be. Could be indeed. This isn't like some weird, like, druidic like symbols, right? Definitely not. Why would it be that? I don't think you'd be able to tell by walking it. Yeah. Well, someone if you track if you guys have a very accurate enough map, like Here, that's here's, true. Here's yeah. my map. Does anybody says kill canonically son? map keeping? <laughs> yeah, because I'm not. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know whether or not canonically anyone as their character is making a map. It's Charles Salt Suffer Donovan. I don't know how accurate. Yeah, you're this is. you're you're chalking right now. Yeah, it's pretty If you turn yours for me, that's pretty accurate as well. If you were to guys to compare your two things. Like you see your little boot oh, yeah, down there. Close, yeah, legitimately again. <laughs> Great job, buddy. Thanks. I, say, I say we go right. Absolutely, same thing. Legitimately, also very accurate and very well done. Oh yeah. Like again, I know like map making isn't always a blast, but like there is that satisfying moment of like holy fuck, like everybody actually really did do it. Like I'm sincerely proud. Map making is fucking hard. Yeah. If genuinely, if I had. Like I really don't like this. I really don't like it. So yeah. many. I this saw is that. Yeah. Genuinely. I did like, it last time. Fun. fun. <laughs> I looked. I, it's very That's what I'm sticking. I looked at the like now big that. for <laughs> yeah. of, like twenty-eight by like thirty-six or whatever things, yeah. and I was like, I kind of want to buy that and just put one in there. But we were going to do that at the beginning of the campaign. Yeah, remember? We were. And it was like so rough to keep track. Yeah, and it was, was like, really hard. This to is keep exhausting. Track it was a neat idea. Yeah. Why didn't we what actually we, just use that? What we need to that do also would have been because we do have the ones that, especially the, the Chessex the, ones. Yeah. Where it's like Huge. the actual porous, but you yeah. also have the hexagon-shaped ones. Yeah. That one would have been we good to do. Should have yeah. just gotten a big whiteboard and just wheeled it in right Listen, behind us. No, can just... we draw on this? I thought we could oh, draw yeah, you can draw on that one. I was only saying the Chessex one because it's also about that size, but because it's like hexagons, you'd be able to do the like windy, curvy stuff oh, a little bit okay. easier instead of the rigid like squares. We but should again, just, it's whatever. We should just put a TV there. Uh, but yeah, again, yeah, like right? you guys are kind of at the point where this is going definitively north as well. This is also going north as well. As you look and kind of like reconvene, probably looks like they might conjoin. Maybe. 
right. based on the angles at which they're going as you're walking. Hard to tell when you come back here. It is several hundred feet still, but like, they look like they're kind of narrowing. In my case. Like a great pair of horns in the dark. Great. Good. I choose right horn. Yep. Right horn it is. <laughs> Anybody else opposed to right horn? Nope. Right horn is the right horn. Exactly. Oh. Uh, cool. Horn uh, grim. Yeah, I mean, as we're moving Bing. along, uh, Glenn, can you make for me a perception check? Uh, this would be hearing. I am probably going to sneeze again. That's good. Thank you for letting us know today. <laughs> wow. Right, right, right into the, the microphone. microphone. That's, That's incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. You just never turn away. <laughs> no, well, I think perhaps I'm going to sneeze again. <laughs> <laughs> Three <laughs> seconds go by. Sammas, I hate you. That's what you were saying as you sneeze. I usually turn my head. I missed that one. Did you put your name in the comment? 18. 18. Uh, cool. Do we get horned? <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna get horned. Uh, you get rammed. Find the horny fellow in the, ca- in the caravan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like to drive a Ford. <laughs> oh my god! You ever get lost in underground caverns with your D and D friends? And then all the lights go out. You guys are giving away all the good content for free. So I would say, as you guys take the right horn, it would. Curl back, but then open. I would tell you that as you're getting to here, you would hear a single set of uh, what would be very familiar for you, heavy armored boots. What do you mean it opens? Sorry, I will draw for you because I respect that that is not. I feel like that. that Almost like it's okay. Opening up again once into like the larger caverns, but I'm not going to give you the full thing because. We're not you're, there yet. Yeah, you're like here-ish, and this is still a distance of like 200 feet. So like you'd be able to see a reasonable distance in, but it would depend on how far you want to go, whether or not you guys are also making noise, because you're hearing noise about here. With an 18, I would tell you it would sound like it's reasonably in this area. So like echoing distant, but it sounds like, again, large cavern audible stuff is getting tunneled down towards you because you're in a corridor. Does it appear to be getting louder? Uh, no, it would sound almost genuinely uh, like it's pacing, so it would keep a pretty lateral lateral sound to you. Okay, and uh, you said heavy armored boots, so comparable to the sound of the fucking thing that came out of the darkness that Nesgrim tried to fight in uh, Felfarthen. The uh, thing that he did the fucking Air Jordan and brought it down while it was starting to try and fly. Oh, <laughs> the Helmed Horror. That thing, yes. <laughs> yeah. Very I at first thought you were talking about the back here, but I was like, this isn't rad. But, yes. Absolutely, like, you know, the classic, it, it's the boot sound on for the ending of the outro. Yes. The, what becomes the intro, sure. where it's the, like, clank with chain would yep. hear, clank with chain, clank with chain. Great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a friend. Yeah, as we come up to the edge there, all yes. like like here. There's noises, um, footsteps. Uh, Felix, hide your torch for a moment. Let's just back up. Yeah. <laughs> like, continue to just back up. Yeah, absolutely. I would say you would back up like roughly 30, 40 feet. Yeah. Forced. Back up right into his brothers. <laughs> oh, I can hear it. Do you smell anything? Um, 
Let me, let me see. I'm gonna kind of like lean around the corner to see if I can actually see down while still trying to stay close to the wall. Sure. And yeah, I'm gonna take a. Good I'm sniff. gonna look and I'm gonna sniff. Good sniff. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that you can make a, a smell check. Is Rotora still a spider? No. No. We long rest. Or we short rest. We short rest. 16. I will tell you that the only noticeable odor coming from further ahead would be because you lived underneath a tavern, you would be pretty comfortable in recognizing the smell of like stagnant water. Uh, you would get that odor. Not not heavy, not mm-hmm. strong, but like with a sixteen, you get it's like, not like a, a reeking pond. Yeah, it's like I would there's also, some sitting water. Yeah, somewhere. I would also effectively then amend to be able to tell you that like as you are listening intermittently, like, the boots would pause sporadically. If you're listening over the course of, like, a minute, it's not pacing for a fucking minute straight. <laughs> Dancing. Yeah, it would be, like, take, like, three or four steps. Intermittently, in those pauses between the boot sounds, you would hear the dripping of water. So, like, mm-hmm. stalactite from the ceiling. Um, and then, with that line of sight, I can see that it kind of opens up and... yeah. Definitely opens up pretty wide. That way. Yeah. Nothing really to smell. Standing water. It's a cave, though. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's not uncommon in a cave. (laughs) It's definitely dripping from somewhere. Um, It sounds like it's coming from the northern side. All right. I can scout ahead, or we can backtrack, or just run in blind. We have. I think we are out of options as far as backtracking. I think scouting ahead might be the best. Yeah. Yes, we have to see if this tunnel continues. If not, then we have a problem anyway. Just, uh, I don't want you to overdo it. I got a rest in. Good. I can go with the spider again. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh crap! <laughs> yeah! That would be twice in one campaign you almost got squished as a rodent. Apparently crabs have 30 feet blind sight. A crab isn't Yeah, that explains how the one in the ocean got me without me stabbing on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I know I went to seafood until now. Right. I just love the video of the one where he's got like sand on his eyes and he just fucking windshield yeah. wipers his eyes. And just I still love the crab holding the knife. Yes, the knife. that's what I'm yes. very much ready for battle. You know, it's like, what, what do you do about that? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah that's a bad thing. This druid multi-spec with a marble glass. <laughs> Dear God. Cash shillelagh on the knife. Mm-hmm. You can hold spells while, uh, while yeah. wild-shaped, so... Uh, I would, as Rit- when Rotora wild-shapes right as she's about to leave, I would boop the spider and cast Guidance. Cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I tripped. Just so saying, uh, you can, you I can think do you it. can do it prior to yeah. me. Well, it's only a minute. 
I mean, try to give you as much time as possible. Yeah, I mean, if she's like, I'm going to wild shape, boop, you lose like a second. I'm not going to punish you guys for that. But would like, Ether wait? Uh, yeah, no, also <laughs> there. It only lost a flick her into the tunnel. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. He just picks her up. Yeah. Yeah. Extra <laughs> movement. <laughs> boop. Oh, spider. Oh, wait, that was her. I forgot. <laughs> not ideal, but I don't have any better <laughs> options. options. I mean, spider scouting is great. Yeah, the 30, the 30 feet. Uh, yeah, for me. Dark vision. Oh, sure. Yeah, I can't see very far, so. MLB pitch range is 30 feet. Thaumaturgy? Yeah. It's only 30 feet. I thought it was longer. We, we had 60 feet in Spider and Away. Spider and Away. Cool. Boop. Her little um, spider how, are the cavern ceilings still <laughs> about so the So in the tunnel, feet. in the corridors, the ceilings are roughly like... Yeah. I want to say I had said like... Uh, I know there's like 10 feet wide. I want to say they were only roughly 15 feet Up to 90 feet. feet. Uh, so 90 this feet would open up... <laughs> And I'll tell you that, like, it doesn't go nearly as high as previous caverns did. Uh, this one only roughly goes about 90 feet. So, walls are still going to be reasonably high, same with the ceilings for you. And as you... I'm going to give you the layout of the cavern. I will tell you that it will take you like roughly five to six minutes to cross this effectively going ceiling and staying safe along walls to really get like a decent understanding of the perimeter of this because it is roughly 300 feet in width. So from like here here to like here is about 300 feet. Okay. Here to here is like 180. So like a pretty sizable space. I will also tell you that like as you're doing this, you would see things. Uh, <laughs> like hallucinate? Things you could never <laughs> unsee. I know you probably intend to tell everybody what you see. But oh. I don't know if you'll get to. Oh, boy. Oh! You want us to leave? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Please don't kick me out of Is that a not yet or a no? Jesus a no. Christ. I don't know what she intends to do. I need eight more seconds. John, when you get a chance, can you hang that back up again? The picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, can you hold that up for me temporarily? Thank you. I could get her going 61 miles an hour. You see this? <laughs> <laughs> Two goblins fucking in the dark. Instantaneously. Gotta do the dive throw. It's like dodgeball. One of the five D's of dodgeball, Paul. Dodge, dip, dive, dunamancy, and dodge. Dodge, duff, dip, dive, and dodge. Dunamancy, divination. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. DJ. One. Deck, you deck romancy. I found out to <laughs> completely unrelated <laughs> to change your name and no longer have to take out an ad in the newspaper. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Sarah, can you make a stealth check with advantage? Mm-hmm. Ooh, which dice do I want to use? Zephyr. Zephyr. Zephyr dice, do it. Spite him. Mm-hmm. 
Would you like? Would you like? Would you like an Arthas die? Would you like an Arthas die? Arthas. Sixty-one miles an hour. Oh my god. Do you want an ocean? No. Okay. Arthas told you to fuck off. But he was a fiend. See, I'm. I'll go with the the handmaid. "Quote unquote Zephyr dice. They never rolled for Zephyr, so it's fine. Has it been a minute? Would she have lost the guidance? No, I mean she'd be making the check yeah, she like as she's it. doing it. Okay. Again, it would take roughly four to five minutes. I'm still gonna permit her to have the guidance sure. through it. I'm not gonna have her roll sure. any checks. This is stealth, you said? Yeah. With my spider stealth? Yeah. Seventeen. My spidey shots. Pretty good. And it was this one that rolled That's good. the higher. Uh, a higher number. Yeah. I will you tell think? you that you would see what I told you you saw, mm-hmm. and there would not be an inclination of a detection of your presence. You guys are standing in a hallway for roughly four to five minutes waiting for a spider to come out. Yep. I actually don't know. Would I have been able to see that happen 40 feet away, right? Yeah, yeah it's 20 bright, 20 dim. Oh, it's 20 bright, okay. Yeah, so yeah. like, you, you would also see her just like... Yeah. <laughs> You might not see that she's slowly? a spider. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was thinking of more fax machines. Like a 3D printer. Oh, that's awful. Like 14 hours later, Retour is a spider. <laughs> <laughs> like Animorphs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have had everybody kind of press up against the wall or near yeah. to the wall so that it's that blind corner. And uh, I'm going to kind of keep, like, listening and looking. I. Uh, what is the environment like in here? Ooh, still the same dark metamorphic rock, the same clay ground, and the same uh, composition of like pretty infrequent stalactites and stalagmites. I would say that you would be able to discern that the dripping is definitely from a stalactite. A specific one? Uh, towards the center of the room. Ooh. Uh, and I would say that there wouldn't really be like a puddle on the ground. It would be... Like, effectively, if you've seen, like, a gutter after a fucking, like, reasonably sized rainstorm, like, a splash of water about yay big, but there's definitively a stalactite that looms roughly 12 to 15 feet down, where there is a pretty melodic... So does it look like it's kind of draining somewhere? Uh, no. Oh. No, it looks like it is... It looks like this probably hasn't seen water in some time. Oh, so this is new. New. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Uh, if you want to make a perception check, Sarah, I'll give you the chance for this. Dripping. You've gotten to for one you check. You keep your wisdom. <laughs> and yes, did you use guidance on the stealth check? No, I didn't. I mean, I would say you can use it for this. That's okay. fine. That's a d4, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Sorry, eighteen. Now you don't.
Stop deleting pixels. <laughs> you want a banana leaf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can sing to them. Oh! <laughs> Would have been really unhinged. I'm going to short rest, but I want to. Mr. DM, mm. I forgot. I got I to gotta roll head dice for when we short rested. Oh, for yeah. healing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Go ahead. That's going to be my con mod, so yeah, I'm just going to recover all three hit points. No matter what I roll. <laughs> I don't have a banana. <laughs> Where the fuck's the other banana? It's up there. There's a pile of them under the skull. Yeah, I'm aware. I know. I'm not getting up. You're leaving Donkey Kong out of this. I'm gonna let it ring. You got a message? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Brian, we will be back. <laughs> Brian, help me. Crypto. <laughs> help me. Just imagining that this is what. Brandon Grimdar up to <laughs> back with everybody else. But it's a mushy, it's a mushy Brad, banana. Brad, pick up. I don't have a banana. Pick up. Physically can't put my hands up. <laughs> You're gonna get a message. Oh, where are your hands? Corin cut them off. Oh. He's a bad oh. man. Look at him. Look He's a bad man. Look at him. He's vampire. No. <laughs> I'm not. You told me. I'm gonna get the hat again. <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs it. Yeah, where's the hat? Come okay. oh. look at me. He's lying. <laughs> I would never tell you that. You did. I looked at you and then I heard it in my head. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes more sense then. You seem to be a very perceptive little boy. Uh -huh. Most observant dwarf I've ever known. You've seen too much. You've seen too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's really perceptive. <laughs> oh my god. You're so perceptive. Yeah. You cannot have that. <laughs> Thank you. No longer. <laughs> That, you if that's all I get out of that, if I don't hear anything else, then... They then would have said those things, and then effectively, like, disgruntled return the one to pacing. Mm -hmm. And it would be one of the pair mm -hmm. would be pacing. Okay. Almost anxiously. Then I'll yeah. head back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll ask a question once I get back to the group, but... Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'll return. I wouldn't say anything would impede your progress in terms of returning. I would say roughly, like I said, five, six-ish minutes would have passed. And, uh... Yeah, I'll... I guess I'll, I'll stay... Yeah, I'll stay as a spider. Sure. And Seagull yell them low again. What is it, girl? Puppies. Well, Jimmy's trapped in a well. Really nice form of sign language. Two words. You can hear me. Yeah. Oh, no. You've returned? Yes. What is the password? Snow. Yeah, no, cool. Um. 
<laughs> it's not my password. Mm-hmm, true. So there's there's three men ahead. Um, men. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pair of men in blue armor. Human men. Appear to be. Um, yeah, two two in blue armor, uh, and one in a purple robe. Ooh. <laughs> purple. I gotta hit that guy up. <laughs> hey, what, what are you doing down here, man? What a fucking robe! Why do you get that sway? You <laughs> this cavern often? I didn't know that to get a reaction. You're pitching me a pair of robes? Uh, they were speaking towards... It's... So the cavern ahead is about 300 feet across. All right. Uh, they were towards the north of it. Um, though the pair are... You said just one was pacing. Mm-hmm. So one was pacing the cavern, so not far off. Uh, the hooded man, like the cloaked man, was further north. Anything else notable about the room? Uh, there was a stalactite in the center that was dripping water. It appeared like new water. Um, it seemed like it, like there was no existing puddle beneath it, no, uh, it didn't seem like it'd been there long. Any pathways out of the room, other than the one you entered through? Yes, there were three other exits. One possibly leading back down that other hallway we passed. Two other. There were three. Weren't there? Other than the one. You come in from here, this is the one you're <coughs> indicating. So two additional. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I just meant from two, three from... Three total from where you're coming yeah. in. Um, one appeared to go back, if I had to guess based on where it was located. Likely the other. And the, uh, one was heading west, and the other north. Um, they were also, they seemed like they were waiting for someone. They were speaking to each other. Could you Uh, understand them? Yes, they are speaking common. Yeah. Um... One of them, one of the uh, armored men said they are late, and the robed man replied, uh, without her it's impossible. As I'm a little spider, just... I'd relay what she was telling me to the others, and then afterwards I would say, I don't suppose it could be worth having her go back in to listen further. They did stop speaking and went back to pacing after after that point. I could wait a bit longer and see if there's any more information. Perhaps if they... find who they're waiting for, they will clear out. Does sound like there's a passage that we may want to track. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I've relayed that information, the there is no, like, discerning features on the armor or the robe, were there? So, to be very straightforward, you have 30 feet of dark vision. Yeah, it was like, too far away. 
yeah, when I'm saying the ceilings are roughly like 70 feet in height, mm-hmm. you're barely making them out as silhouettes. Gotcha. Like, I'm going to give you the armor because the armor would have a gleam. Mm-hmm. The robe color is just because uh, it's, it's a way to distinguish that there's a different individual mm-hmm. separate from in context. Them. Yes. Um, but like... And they didn't have any light or anything. Nope. No, they're standing in the dark. Mm-hmm. What does everyone think? We could try speaking with them. We could talk to them. If they are in the dark, it means that they are too not looking to be discovered by things in the dark. I would assume. Um, Or that they are able to see. That is also possible. There's more of us than there are of them. Yes. They are waiting on more. We do know not to underestimate people of course but I would rather deal with a man than a monster at least a man can be reasoned with yes and if they can't be well we have our ways around should we scout further before before we decide you said that they were late whoever they're waiting on it's a very good chance that they might not be coming yes Perhaps we can send one person in with us to follow. If they're bombarded with people, they might take that as a threat. I would rather not send only a small subset of us. If people get into trouble, as she said, it is a very large cavern. We would be, yeah. we would struggle to get there in time. I think it best to, if we're going to talk to them, approach them yes. visibly as possible. If we... Thus is not to startle them. We will have a torch for Felix's eyes. They will know we are coming. It's not as if we are going to surprise them. I don't think they would be caught off guard. I think Ritora should, uh... Stay in her current state in case we need her to be hidden. I might Agreed. be able to ambush if necessary. Yes. Or block I would relay anything mm-hmm. that she's saying. Mm-hmm. You guys hear it? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you can block off an exit. Are we certain we don't want her to scout more? Whoever they are, they did not come the way that we did. They it could is have unlikely come. that when they clear oh, out, yes. they will come this way. If well, she finds herself in danger scouting forward where we know. They also may not know that this path is blocked. As you said, they probably did not come this way. They could have come down another path... Or come from further in if they came from the other side somehow. So if whoever they're waiting on arrives, and they clear out, we may be able to go past without having to speak to them. But we, we do not know if they are safe. Yes, but we do not know which way they are going, and we do not know if the person will show up and how long they will wait there. They likely won't come back our way, since it was blocked by rubble. I that imagine is what I am saying. I imagine they've done this before. They probably know... And have seen that corridor blocked by rubble. They wouldn't think to go that way. No, they could also be just as lost. Yes. Well, it sounds like they're waiting for someone here with a preset meeting. If the person is lost, or if they're lost, they're going to be late. I, I don't imagine they would have chosen this spot without previously meeting here. I still think it is worth a conversation, at least. Yes. If things take a turn, we can handle that when it happens. Yes. We we don't know how long their companion is going to be if they arrive, and we don't know how long they will wait. That's assuming it's a companion. 
uh, the person they're waiting on. There's a part of me that is worried that they might know we're coming. I wondered that as well, if they were waiting on us. Well, there's only two she's here. I could ask Iris if she knows what the blue armor indicates. Or if anybody in their group was waiting on any reinforcements. It's blue plate armor and a purple cloak. I couldn't get any further details than that. It's probably worth checking. Call your girl. All of our options before we just walk in. We do have more than ourselves to consider here. Yes. I will contact Iris. Hello? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, was, I would assume that I would hear them behind yeah. me at this point. Yeah. They wouldn't leave you 30 feet. Oh, you're me and the other individuals. Yes. Yeah, you would hear them stopped roughly 80 to 90 feet behind you. Okay. I can just walk back and talk yes. to them. Yes. Yeah. Rather than use I the I would rather stone. not yeah, burn my... my uh, oh, burn it, burn it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have a double gesture. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm close. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would. I would uh, walk back that way. Yeah, to the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would approach Iris. She would look at you. What do you need? Uh, there are three men in that cave. Two wearing blue plate armor and one wearing a purple robe. Does that indicate anything within the city? The blue armor. Yes, in the inner sanctum. Ah. So we should probably not attempt to reason with these people? Uh, no. I would think not. I I mean, they are, um... Effectively attendants or personal guards typically hired. They said something about... It sounded like they were waiting for someone and said that they are late and that it is not possible without her. Without context, I have no idea what that would mean. Of course, nor do I. Um, they're waiting on a lady yes I don't know for what it's strange that a bodyguard well a pair of bodyguards would be down here yes what does the purple robe signify oh Anything? that I don't know alright I mean there wasn't really a, necessarily an outfit for the scholarly individuals professors were permitted to wear whatever they wished hmm but it's most likely that that person is well, probably employing the two men in the armor, and that they're probably waiting on another person with probably other bodyguards. Sure. Am I familiar with a woman <laughs> being guarded by men in blue and also purple? Uh, I would say not the purple element. I would say that in your time frame, you would have seen employed members of the area in which you were kept uh, they almost feel akin to mercenaries where they would have felt different from the traditional regiment of the people who were doing certain things to you they would have been the ones in the blue armor more effectively sitting and watching like in the interim Uh, but yeah men in blue armor definitely would have been in, in the area you could have saved me 180 feet of walking. <laughs> Hit the <feet>. go. <laughs> Can I get the Love steps in? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I will also tell you, Luna's actually correct. Not ironically, Iris does actually wear purple as oh. well. So it's okay. like, accidental. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Hopefully I don't not remember. a betrayal. Like, I don't remember being given an outfit, but like, 
Purple's a great color. I... Yes, okay. Uh, this I, I... iris doesn't know time magic, mm-hmm. but the one in the other room. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, I will relay that to the group. We may have to um, hold here if you would like to move forward slightly so that way you are closer and do not get uh, caught up by something behind. Um, far enough away that the children will not make too much sound that they would be heard inside, but we may have yeah. to wait uh, to see if these people move. Certainly. I mean, we can, you know, the majority of the children are very well behaved. It's really only the, the three that need to be <laughs> reprimanded at times. Yes. For various reasons. Which three? Uh, Don't yeah. get me started on scheme. <laughs> <laughs> the kid doesn't shut the fuck up. Grand, Grim, Darn, Nesgrim. Mm hmm. The three kids. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, you know, we'll kind of uh, tend to put a medium distance between us this way in case you all, uh, you know, die or something. We'll hear you dying. Yes, of course. Uh, We'll collect the children and make sure we, you know, huddle them into a confined safe space. Yes. And, you know, stand around them in a circle or something. Thank you. Um,. If they do not move, we may have to deal with them. There oh, yes. It's not another way around. Uh, yes. But just... Yes, okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, if we hear the sounds of war, well, we'll make sure that the children you know, plug their ears. Yes, thank you. Maintain their innocence in whatever degree. Good. Very long now, Ethia. <laughs> All right, uh, goodbye. I would like to read. <laughs> I'm going to run back to the group. <laughs> <laughs> what is she reading? Yeah, what is she it's reading? a magazine. <laughs> it's a Kindle. <laughs> Smut. <laughs> 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 Spicy. Um, 50, 50 planes of gray. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. God. That's the wizard good. and his crystal balls. Oh, that's a little on the nose. <laughs> no, like well, the not divination. Like She's like reading Hiding the Emperor. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I can't escape it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work know. is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you return to everybody. Yeah. I'm going to relay that. Yeah. Uh, the blue armor indicates uh, possibly a mercenary of the Inner Sanctum. Uh, That's not good. She is unsure of the purple robe, though she herself is wearing one. I, uh, I've seen these blue mercenaries before. You could have saved me a hundred and eighty years of walking. I feel like I can think better when you're not here. I'm not sure what it is. Just keep staring at your legs. Oh you just hear a snicker from yeah. 40 feet away. It's Walk again. Maybe I'll think of something else. So, Ritor should scout ahead again. See if we can't wait them out. Yeah, see if they say anything else or if this person has arrived. If not, we may have to deal with them. If it wait, if it is too long, I would not want something else to wander down the passage. But yes, if Ritor, if you are able to get any more information, uh, how far does your is the range on this connection? How long before the call drops? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Uh, how far do these walkie-talkies <clears throat> go? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, it's just less, it's less that I know <laughs> for sure I have to be able to see you. Oh, okay. And then it's 60 feet. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. Then I will spoodler my way Boop. back over. <laughs> if it's okay yeah. with you guys, I would like to stay back a little bit. That's fine. 
Okay. It's not feeling great. So, what are you intending to scout? Backways? Uh, I'll take, like, the northern wall and, yeah, kind of scout in that direction. Um, I will... So I can wild shape for a pretty long time at this point. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really know what you want to do here. Um, I would like to go in there and kind of just check the vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these guys, just, it's cool. Like, they're single. The the floor. They're interesting. <laughs> Is it very flat, or are there like divots the, the and yes, yeah, stalagmites? Uh, like throughout the there would be stalagmites predominantly like in the corners mm-hmm. uh, of varying heights um, I'll tell you that the floor is predominantly even mm-hmm. like if you're crawling around on the floor as well again trying to stay like you know a hundred plus feet away from them at most of the time yeah the floor would be mostly like I... even there'd be small like depressions mm-hmm. again from different water spots that would have eroded away some of the clay. But nowhere where I could, like, kind of get closer to them without... I mean, I don't know how big of a spider I am, either. It just is tiny. Um, uh, I mean... Like, if I'm, like... Is it just called spider? It just says spider. Yeah. Like, uh, I, dude, like s- I'm fine with you being, like, the size of a fucking corner. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, no. Uh, again, I'm totally fine with you being genuinely the size of, like, a quarter or a nickel or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So, like, it's within reason, also, like... As you're crawling around on the walls, you would see, like, sporadic bugs and other, mm-hmm. you know, natural life forms down here that are obviously being ignored. Would they, um... So, like, again, if if you get really close to the spider, like, smush. Yeah. Like, gonna be honest, all the people in my world, no hesitation, smush spider. But, like, like let's say the room that we're physically in right now is about <gasps> 11 feet yeah. across. If yeah. I'm over there and there's a spider over there... If I even see that spiders, like yeah. spiders are tiny, mm-hmm. and yeah, and they, it's dark, and it's dark, yeah. So like I, I would like to get as kind of close to them, within like thirty feet, if I could. To yeah, be able to try to, to better observe their their vision. Yeah. Or how they appear. Mm-hmm. More specifically, the robed figure than the other two. Oh, no. Yeah, no, make another perception check. You have guidance. I'll use my guidance. If you need it. I don't have it for very long, so I'm going to use it. That's fair. I definitely needed it, so that's... All right. I don't want to say definitely. My perception is very good. Um... So that's a 15. Grimdar, 
Carlos Quintana. No. <laughs> yes, he was actually. Yeah. I he thought was. he was being dragged. He was. Yeah, he was bad. <laughs> yeah, he's on. He's on like a child leash. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we don't have to make stealth checks if the DM's not paying attention. <laughs> Corin's also just reading a book. I heard that. <laughs> it's the same book. <laughs> They're in a book club. <laughs> <laughs> Iris is way ahead of where I'm at, so shut up, I need to catch up. They I'm call about their, to find out where the Emperor is hidden. They call their book club <laughs> the Vampire Diaries. Get out. Oh. Wow, I, I almost threw this at you. Like, <laughs> Iris is a vampire. Like, just <laughs> reflex. Do it. No, because no. I'll knock over the water 100%. <laughs> or... Monitor. Grimdark. Just uh. untie me. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, that's different. Why do it this time? It's a different vibe. Untie me, Grimdark. So I don't have a choice. I'll just kind of chill <laughs> nearby. A stealth check. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of do like spider things. Yeah. Spider things. Spider things. Yeah. If I find a bug, I'll like kind of chase a bug and then like a whatever. Does she have advantage still or not anymore? Uh, within thirty feet now. Okay. How's it going? Oh, my good man. friend. No! My, my, so it's not as bad as it could have my, been. My great, great friend, Sarah. It's not as bad as it could yeah. have been. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> so, the good news is that my stealth is plus four because I'm a spider. Yeah. The bad news is I did roll a two, so it is a six. So, I mean, you gave me the narrative thought of chasing a bug. <laughs> I'll tell you that uh, you would, because of the proximity for where these men are, right around here, mm -hmm. that you would be either like on the wall pretty low down mm -hmm. to be able to get a decent vision of them uh, roughly 30 feet away from them. Um, yeah, I will tell you that it's, for Paul's sake, like a little grippy little centipede <laughs> just crawling horizontally <laughs> on the wall just getting ready to drop off not, the ceiling not that kind of centipede there's no way the centipede jumps off the wall into one of the guards that you think would look reasonable for you to assail in your spidery form get it get it uh, and I'll tell you that uh, as as you like almost lurch towards it ever so slightly kind of like more posing at it uh, it definitively like haunches up and is like fucking throw down <laughs> so and I got spotted by a centipede yes <laughs> which is going to try hands. to bite you <laughs> this is the sort of d and I'm here for yeah. <laughs> let's go mini combat bug fight bug fight yeah, bug no, fight definitely bug, a bug fight, fight. Uh, if you want to roll Why the did... attack roll against me as well we're 36 oh, his hands are up in the air just flipping her off God, my, money's, my money's on the centipede right now. So is, is there is there initiative or is it getting the jump washing? Uh, I would say that like you guys would almost be attacking simultaneously. Okay. Clash of the Titans. The Throw titans. it from the wall. The mini Titans. Fourteen. For your attack roll, well, yeah. you're definitely hitting a centipede. <laughs> Gotta yeet this thing to the ground. The Pulls a dagger out, just throw it onto them. It's a bite smite. attack, so. What are you doing, Smite. Spider? <laughs> <laughs> Centipede's <laughs> like a spider killed my father. Back to his he's in a full tavern and a helm. Fourteen. 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 Oh, I would have been. Yeah. Actually, its attack roll is a thirteen. Actually, 
Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> oh no! You, you both just barely hit each other. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my like, god! It's still gonna be a centipede, but you're not gonna be a spider. All right, here, here's here's the issue I have. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it gives me the option of having the default hit points or to roll hit points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The default is one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Would you like to roll? So if I roll, it's one d four minus one. Uh huh. Uh-huh. To you, friend. What happens if I get one and it's well, minus I mean, one? It's gotta be one. Well, you're still one. You wouldn't be in this room one, if you had right? gotten one yeah. because you would have rolled yeah. technically when you changed. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, that's rolling. Don't roll a one. I rolled a one. <laughs> right, re-roll, Sarah. <laughs> For the sake of logic. I rolled a two. Bam, baby! <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, all right. Oh, so God. what's your damage against me? <laughs> This actually kind of awkwardly matters now. Do you kill it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, this this spider might fucking haymaker. I hear no bell. <laughs> so it's the spider new karate. Dude, just it's, punch it's a bite attack. Is it a centipede? Um, it's, it's a bite attack. Two spiders. Uh, <laughs> the reach is five like feet for some reason. Yeah, I guess I can jump it. probably. Yeah. Um, I also have five feet. It's a uh, one piercing damage. And, well, then the target has to succeed on a DC 9 constitution saving throw oh, or take, uh, it says 2, and then in parentheses, 1d4 poison damage, so I guess I can 2 is the average. Yeah. Okay, so I... Come on, baby, centipede. Have a plus, have a plus, no! <laughs> oh, I'm an 8. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna... So this is gonna play out simultaneously. So yeah. roll your poison damage roll, if you would like. Yeah. You need. Okay, I roll the four. Oh <laughs> my god. Okay, great. I also need you to make a Constitution saving throw because I also have poison. Is it just poison, or is there also damage? There because, is piercing damage and poison. Because John, I have one hit point. Yes, I know, but there's an effect on the poison. <laughs> oh, god. A con save. Uh huh. Oh no. That uses the spider color. Oh no! Oh god! You're gonna gonna turn into a wear centipede! No, it's it's the pudding! (laughs) So, I rolled a 14. It's minus one though, so it's 13. Okay. Alright. That's great. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's four piercing damage, but thank god you don't take the poison, because. That's it bad. wouldn't have sequenced this way anyway because the piercing would have reduced you to zero. But the poison, if it reduces you to zero, you are stable but poisoned for an hour. Uh, and paralyzed while yep, poisoned. Yeah, that's what I would have said. So yeah. you would have... Yeah. Would that count as reducing to zero if I'm in wild shape? Yes. Okay. It would check first. I would say because of the way wild shape would work, it would want you to attempt to revert back <laughs> to your hit points. <laughs> but in the same vein, like, for the, the, the purposes of... You are a spider, mm-hmm. and then you are at the hit point value of the spider. Mm-hmm. I still probably would have let you come back, but I think that that's just a very interesting thing. Uh, well, whoop-dee-dee. The, the problem being, you squared up on a bug, and that bug went, No, bitch! <laughs> oh, it dies in doing so. It valiantly... Scratches at your spidery form as you lurch into like its fucking neck and bite at it. You tear its centipede throat out. I guess it's got one. Ah, my centipede throat. Yeah, dude, it's like decapitated, like fucking 
bug blood just sprays over the wall. My bug And yeah, you're going to fall off of the wall to the ground. Oh, you were on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And, and I mean, I was close to the ground because I was. Yeah, I would say oh, you no. would have only been about yeah, ten feet deep into the air. This is going to be hard. Uh, I am actually going to have to ask everybody to leave now. See? Are we going to hear anything as this occurs? I mean, possibly. It'll depend on what happens. She's like a hundred and fifty feet away from you guys. Oh, like. Her falling as a person in leather and clothing is not going to be the loudest thing in the world, especially especially only like eight-ish feet. And I'm Dex, so So, I wouldn't like just slam into uh, the ground. Yeah, I mean, I will have you, I will give you the opportunity to make a deck save for the fall damage. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to set the DC at 10. If you pass it, you'll only take the half of the falling damage as you kind of like catch yourself along the wall. I rolled an 11. Okay, so yeah, it's two falling damage, so Mm -hmm. two bludgeoning damage onto your actual form. So it was. So the three, three remaining of the piercing and the two bludgeoning from the total. fall would hit you as a person. Um, wow. And you're definitely within 30 feet of them, audibly falling roughly just shy of 10 feet in height. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say you hit clay and there's a reasonably loud thud. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like it echoes. But again, you're hitting pretty firm ground, so like it's a smack. Uh, they absolutely hear. They are only thirty feet away. Uh, they all look in your direction mm-hmm. as you are prone on the ground. I'm very sorry, but you and I are going to roll initiative. Uh-oh. <laughs> Big O. Well, I hope you rolled well, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. This is the biggest pickle I've been in in a while. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a very bad one. Uh, this, this, this is a very, very bad one. I didn't think I'd be taken out by a centipede. Neither but... did I. But, you know... Sometimes things happen. Oh boy. Man, you well, have like no reactions as a druid. Yep. What is your initiative, Sarah? Nine. Oh boy, oh boy. for solo fighting. Nope. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you land with the the heavy thud. Uh, It's kind of dull because it's clay. Mm -hmm. You feel the dust and so kind of kick up around you. 
well, not soot, but like the dust of the clay yeah. kind of kick up around you, uh, like a little sputtering, like <laughs> breath. It's like the wind effectively gets knocked out of you. Uh, they're roughly thirty feet away from you, uh, kind of staggered. Um, I hate that I value realism so much. I snuck up on them. I know. Yeah, it's a, it's. I understand. I know. They're not going to be wanting to talk immediately. They're not. And absolutely, the first man who Nat 20 uh-huh. um, is going to legitimately, instinctively rush you, recognize that you appeared out of fucking nowhere, and that... At best, you might be non-hostile, but that doesn't make you innocent mm-hmm. in his eyes. You were sneaking around here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he rushes towards you, you with your better elven dark vision would see like a, a gruff man who looks like he's in his late forties, maybe mid forties. One, one of the two guys in the yeah the blue armor uh, in his like mid forties. He looks... He looks, like, haggard. Like, the sad way to put it is, like, if you've ever seen a person that's, like, really suffered from, like, the bad effects of either, like, alcoholism or, like, drug use, where, like, his skin looks almost sunken around the Mm -hmm. eyes, he has deep, deep bags under his eyes, and, like, the wrinkles around his eyes even underneath them, to where... His beard is black. It's a roughly the length and size of Mayan. Mm-hmm. He just looks exhausted. Mm-hmm. But he rushes you, and as he does, he absolutely brandishes from back behind his hip as he pulls his cloak aside. He brandishes a very large greatsword, and he's not happy that you're around. And oh boy, you're prone. Yeah. Yeah, 22 is going to connect. I'm going to have to start rolling with the specific Rotora dice. Because this is a problem. First strike is 13 slashing damage. Second slash is 14. Mm-hmm. Gets another one? Your party is seven. Dude, I can't stop rolling cocked. Yeah, no, that last one's going to connect as well. 12 slashing. That's how much I had left. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah, I will tell you that this man rushes you, exhaustion staining his face as though he is a veteran of this. He's been doing this a long time. And there is a look of, of cold, stern detachment 
Like, he doesn't even see you as a person. Mm -hmm. But it's not cruel. It's not as though he relishes in this. It's almost as though this is just all that is. And the first slash of the great sword, I will say that you attempt to slide ever so slightly, rolling your hip, and it cleaves along the edge of your ribs, slashing along the mid part of your back. He drags his blade along the clay, keeps it low, and drags horizontally, effectively bisecting the first slash on your back, cleaving a great cross almost along your spine, ever so slightly higher, catching more kidney, lung, shoulder, before it slashes up and cleaves off of your back. And the last one, well, the last one is a swift turn, pommel down, and a plunging of the blade on the sharp edge punctures as you instinctively try to roll again to complete your roll stomach down on the ground face into the clay you feel it rush through the scapular region of your back and you feel a torrent of blood almost instantly start to cake through your leather armor through your clothes as you are stuck into the ground Impaled. Man. Dungeons and Dragons is a wild game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you rolled a nine on your initiative. And I still have another man to go. The question is, do they go for the overkill? I'm down. No, I know. So, can you, real quick for me, click on incapacitated? Mm -hmm. Because technically, I cannot recall off the top of my head if you are just incapacitated or if you are also unconscious. An incapacitated creature can't take actions. Or do you mean... Yeah, when you're downed, are you unconscious? Um... All unconscious. You are incapacitated while you're unconscious. Yep, that was the way that I was thinking mm-hmm. of it in the sequencing. I will tell you as you feel the vital essence kind of leaking through your body, staining the clay around you, your face pressed sideways into the clay your vision starts to fade and things grow dark kind of washing away from you I will tell you that you slip away into unconsciousness I will ask you to make a death save dying too. I will tell you that in the stupor of your unconsciousness, struggling and fighting for your life, I will tell you that what you feel is this swift, chilling sensation, almost as a pocket of air passes through your body as you feel the impaling greatsword. 
removed from your back. Not like it's a gasp of air, but there is a chill that washes through you. There is a glimpse of the other two men approaching you. Standing over you. The two men in blue armor turning to the elven man. And I will ask you to make another death save. You're at dying two as far as the rolls that we use. I would really like for you to not die. I really would. 18. Very good. I'm sweating so much. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that you briefly come to consciousness as you feel this blade leave you. And I will tell you that you feel a hand almost resting against your shoulder against the area right above where the impaling wound would be. And I will tell you that you hear ever so almost strangely jarring a voice that isn't familiar to you. Again, speak in Elvish. Not attempting to be soothing whatsoever, but just simple low tone of oh hush they'll find a use for someone like you absolutely they will I will tell you that based on how we do things you are stable at zero fluttering in and out of consciousness as you feel one of these men pick you up. Mm -hmm. And the footsteps begin to trail away as you once again fall unconscious. And I'm going to ask you to switch. Because now things are going to be quite different. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we got some new friends. Oh, oh no. as always, DJ. There's blood on my hands. Uh, Glenn, I'm going to ask you to make a... Well, I'll let you do... Smell. And then we'll see. 16 again. I will tell you that nothing really smells different coming from the cavernous reaches ahead. You guys are waiting. 
waiting. Rator was gone roughly five to six minutes last time. It wouldn't feel like anything is out of the ordinary. I'll ask you to make a hearing check. Thirteen. I will tell you that from the cavern ahead, you hear the faint dropping of water from the stalagmite, or from the stalactite from the ceiling, dripping. The way that the room is shaped, like the way that the hallway is, mm -hmm. um, how it was explained that there was like, they're up a little bit further in the room. She had indicated that they were along the northern wall. Does there appear to be any stalactites or stalagmites along the wall on that bottom, or the, the, the top hook rather? Hmm? Yes. No, this is the tunneling corridor where it is only roughly... 10-ish feet wide and only about 20, 30-ish feet in height. As the room opens, I mean. As the yeah, room opens right, right in here? Yeah, I mean, there would be a couple. Yeah. Stalagmites from the ground. Yeah. Um, I'm and gonna... I'll tell you also that, like, if you guys are here, this corridor is still roughly 100 feet. Like, these are long hallways. I'm just drawing this shorthand because mm -hmm. it's a lot easier. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, if I can see to the end and I can see, like, that there's some sufficient coverage that I can kind of, like, stealth into the edge of the cave so I can actually see around the bend to where sure. she was indicating they were, mm -hmm. I would 100% creep up and... I would go with Use them. my beautiful peepers. Because I have a high perception. Should we just spread out into this hallway? Not really much room to spread out. I mean, toward them. No, it, we're still scouting. You make lots of noise still, don't you? No. I have muffled no, armor. No you guys noise. would hide I have, here? To the north wall, wall yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, um... Do you still have the magical additional dark vision for yourself? Or oh no? yeah, that's that's like that's my thing now, is I have 300 foot dark vision with it. Okay. I can just yeah, give his, it to two his people. His standard is. Yeah, my standard is three. I can give it to other people once per No longer has. No, no I'm longer just relying on 60 feet dark vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I will tell you that as you get to here, quick scan of the room, you see no one. Nothing at all? Nothing at all. Do I see the stalactite in the middle of the room, dripping? You would see, hanging from the ceiling downward, right about here, a stalactite. Roughly, again, ceilings in here are about 90 feet in height. You'd see a small, that big, not really deep, mm -hmm. puddle of water. Nothing and no one. 
there's no one here. She would have come back. She came back about this time. Yes. I'm going to quickly scan the wall around us because if we were standing here, she would have stopped here if she were over here. I mean, make a perception check, though. I know your perception is ludicrously high, but... Tense moment, easy, easier stress. 18 plus 8. 26. You see no spider. Okay, cool as a cucumber. (laughs) Get the rest of them. I'm going to start running. Where? Where Where she indicated they were. Up that way to the edge of the hallway to see if I can see or hear anything down the hall. Are you going back to collect everyone? Uh, I'm assuming that when I and Ethier left, somebody would be peeking around the corner of said wall from where yeah, I was I mean, standing. I, I would have moved forward to keep them within earshot sure. if they, you know. So mm-hmm. I would have stayed back because I have light. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, uh, if I can see back and see anybody peeking out instead of actually like running back to be like hey we're moving if I see anybody poking out of the edge there I'm gonna like flash my sword so that they see like flashing light at the end sure like flag everybody else and start moving forward quiet my light lit (laughs) for perspective buddy from here to here is roughly 120 feet. Yep. As you start running, this is going to be a very long corridor. Are you continuously dashing ahead of everybody? No, I would stop at the edge of the corridor to see if I can here. hear anything. Sure. Make a perception check. 19. 19. I will tell you that... You do not hear anything at all coming from this hallway. Nothing ahead of you. As the rest of the group approaches, I'll instruct them, we're locking this room down. Cover exits. No one's in here. I'll stay at the exit. The one you guys came in from. I'd probably stay with Felix. How far was the stalactite? In the middle. Uh, room was roughly 300 in width, so roughly 150 feet. Again, it's not huge. Like, I would approach the stalactite, mm-hmm. put my hand out to try and stop the water from dripping. Sure. Yeah. You. And with it being silent. Very eerie. Very quiet. Uh, do I see... I would, at this point, I would cast light on my shield and start looking around for traces of anything in this area. Traces in regards to what, though? We knew there were people here. Yeah. They're no longer here. Retora is clearly not here. Sure. What kind of traces? Uh, I would look for signs of a struggle, uh, footprints, anything. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, your passive perception is wildly high and you are right here. Yep. You would see about 
30 feet this direction from this opening, you would see on the ground a thin, narrow kind of chunk cut out of the clay. Uh, and with the illumination from your shield, you would see a splattering of blood horizontally raked along the wall, vertically raked along the wall, and a deep sinking pool around that penetration into the ground. And I will tell you that you would actually see footsteps going that way. Okay. Gonna approach where Ethier's at. Yeah, Ethier definitively is looking at a wall, looking at ground. Takes... And illuminating the yeah. area with light. And so head... all see. You would all see him again because of the way vision would work. You'd be able to see that, like, oh, there's definitely a dark distance between us. Mm-hmm. But, but then again, he on the opposite light. side, there is light. I'm going to go ahead and dab the blood and, like, very fresh. pool. Very fresh, very warm. Does it have a lingering trace of that rottenness? I would actually tell you that you would be able to see kind of, like, stuck to the blood in the area for where the depression for the penetration through the clay is, you'd be able to see bits of clothing that would be beautiful white, like fur and cloth. We need to move down this hallway now. Can you follow that scent? You should be able to. Good. If she's still bleeding, I should be able to track her pretty easily. Or her clothes. Yeah. Ether message Can back I, to yes, the others and let them know. Bleeding. Yes. If she's bleeding. I'll just... So I have to... Very well. I would cast Sending to Iris. Okay. As we are moving towards this hallway to start sprinting down the hallway. Okay. And tell her, Ritora has been taken... Heard four words. Move into this cavern. Stay by the stalactite at center that's 14 yes Mm -hmm. we are heading down you would know it's west westward hall we will return send healer You would hear Iris obviously reply in the message instantly. We can't sit in the Undercity. We will give you one, but we must move on still, lest the things that wander here find us. And you would hear the caravan of people slowly start to echo in and fill the area and I do not know what you guys intend to do if you intend to wait for them or if you guys intend to immediately begin go westward path uh I guess I would I would wait to greet actually I wouldn't know so I would, I would head the westward path immediately as soon as I hear them talking about blood and stuff. I'm sprinting down the westward path 
Yeah, I'm gonna grab a handful of that that fabric and that blood. Yeah, it's it's not like an abundance. It's no, like if you were it's to a piece, yeah. yeah rip through clothing. But it's something that it's like it's yes. now doused in blood, and I can still yeah. scent track it. A tip of a sharp object went clean through mm-hmm. and definitively severed some cloth, and the cloth got left behind. Uh, yeah. Being a hunter, would I amount this amount of blood on the floor and having killed and probably going to kill again? Would I amount it to <laughs> a death stroke? Yes. A very clean one. We sprint in. Yep. I think we're going to end there, Don. swiftly things turn. (laughs) Hello, Sarah. We're ending for the evening. Oh, jeez. Well, I would say because of where we're leaving off with DJ working late next yep. week and Shelby being gone, that we'll be off next week. Yep. I don't want to miss anyone for this. Yep. A glorious, glorious hunt. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, like John said, we'll we'll be off next week. Uh, <laughs> oh. We'll also uh, not be doing Adorus this Friday either uh, because we have some unavailable players. Uh, we might be playing Phasmophobia on stream, so that that a much a different vibe than 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 this. So, so different, so, so different, different. Demons uh, and a hunt. You might get to hear Chell's uh, death screams, possibly. Chell's death screams. Specifically, why would you play that game? I don't want to. <laughs> then don't. I time. won't. <laughs> You say that, oh. <laughs> but we we may do that. Uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, and then obviously we won't be here next Monday. So the next time that you'll see us for D and D will be at Doris in two Fridays, not this one, but the next one. Uh, no. Oh God. Oh God. What is time? <laughs> That's why Dunamancy's here, because legitimately, what is time? <laughs> we started in 2019. How's that possible? Where did the time go? Will like the next we... time be on Adorus, or would it be Adorus. not this following week for Oshawa, but the week after that? Oh, yeah. No. No, we're missing this no, Friday. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Next Monday, we'd and be then, back that yes. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Still no, September. it's... Yeah, because it's... September 2nd. Friday, the next one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. correct. Yeah, so we'll be back uh, next Friday. for Doris <laughs> for the 2nd of September and then the 5th of September for Oshwamp. For, Oshwamp, for this. What is time? <laughs> for this. What is time? God, it's September. Oh, God! It's not September yet. It's basically September. Summer. It's practically Christmas. The right. sun is falling. <laughs> Where's my pumpkin spice? Yeah. Right. It's already I mean, here. Duncan it really? has it. Yeah, yeah. Duncan has yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, CMS, thank you for the resub. Uh, much appreciated. Birds are real. DJ is not. Again, just worth reading that message. Thank you very much. Uh, yep. 